guys. Welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jake. And I'm Joel. And we have a <laughs> special episode for you guys. And I think what we're going to do is I always really, really like spending time with Joel talking about the news. I we like always... spending time with you too, buddy. It's awesome. I thought and you were going to say with Joel as well. <laughs> well I'm I love myself. There are moments. There, but I just, we always run out of time. Yep. So I said, why don't we do an episode? We'll add some more news, add some more stuff to talk about. And we'll do a special episode on Mondays whenever you want to come in. And we'll do some news with Joel. So this is news with Motor Authority and Joel Fetter. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about Motor Authority so we kind of know what's going on? Sure. Yeah. I mean, Motor Authority has been around over 10 years. And, uh, you know, we, we, we do the news. We do reviews. We focus on performance and luxury cars. Uh, MotorAuthority.com. Uh, about 14-ish uh, news articles a day-ish, uh, give or take. And uh, we do, you know, international auto, auto shows, Pebble Beach, Porsche 911 reviews, Corvette ZR1s. We have an annual award, best car to buy. Uh, it, it's great. If you're an auto enthusiast, it's a great site. If you don't like cars, it's probably not a good site. <laughs> well, that, that's, well that's, you're probably listening to the one on yeah, podcast yeah, 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 yeah. as well. So. For sure. And the nice thing about Motor Authority is a lot of the a lot of the other news sites out there, which I do enjoy. I pull different news from different places. But you guys you guys take this stuff pretty seriously. Yeah, I mean, our managing editor's background, so our, our editorial director's background is is car driver and, and, and print, and our managing editor's background is actually uh, newspaper. Like, uh, he covered their Royal, who worked for the Royal Sentinel during the Colorado shooting. Okay. And, and so, like, uh, I mean... And our and Kirk Bell is a journalist. I mean, we're all journalists. I mean, right. my background's marketing. Uh, sure. I learned the journalism thing uh, through. It's like the army; they beat you down and build you up. Kind of thing. <laughs> uh, but 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 I mean, we're, yeah, it's it's serious business. It's it's we don't just get in a car and and just like oh, this looks cool. I mean, it's steering, brakes. I mean, we take it very seriously. Sure. So I want to lead with the actually. I think this is one of the lead stories on your guys' website right now for news. Um, Gordon Murray teases the F1 successor. What can you tell us? First of all, who's Gordon Murray? So super exciting stuff. Gordon Murray is the guy basically behind the McLaren F1. And if you are listening to this, you should know what the McLaren Everybody is. listening definitely knows. <laughs> you should know. Uh, and so he's the guy behind it, right? Uh, back in the day for McLaren. He, he, he was the father of the McLaren F1. Like, that's literally the statement you could say. He's the father of the McLaren F1. And he launched his own car company uh, a couple years ago, back in 2017. What's it called? The name of the company that he started. I oh, don't even know. <laughs> I think it's McMurray Design. Okay, I mean, okay. frankly. Uh, hang on, don't quote me on that. It's... Uh, so while you're looking for that... Gordon so, Murray Design. Yeah. Gordon Murray Design. So yes, Gordon Murray pretty- had the McLaren F1, was the one car from 1990-something, right? Early 90s, 91, I think. Yeah. Um, and now the McLarens that we see today that not are him. McLarens not him. are not him. Not even related. They, they, I mean, yeah, no. The cars okay. aren't related to him, and the cars aren't related to the McLaren F1, to right. be honest. That's, yeah, that's what I wanted to, I guess, clarify. So I, the McLaren F1 is, in a, is in a, obviously an iconic car. I think one of the cool things about it is how special it was at the time, if you look at all the engineering that went into today, it. though. But one thing I want to mention is I remember when learning about the McLaren F1 pre-internet. Oh yeah. Yep. And it's magazines, you had to, baby. Magazines, and you had to struggle to find footage of it, and you're kind of. And you had the the the, 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 the flyers, the, the, yeah. the fold out, the fold out where you I had, had the, the nine five nine, oh, the yeah. F one forty, the Countach. Yep. And it was, I mean, it had the uh, the best of engineering at that time. You had the center driving position. You had that wonderful BMW engine. Yep. I mean, it, I remember reading and it just went being to a, Le Mans. Yeah, he won Le Mans. Right. It was a phenomenal. It had. I remember going, wow, they lined the engine bay in gold. Yes. Yep. <laughs> the gold <laughs> I was foil. Like, Are you kidding me? And uh, but I think what did they sell for back then? They weren't. I mean, they're crazy, but now they're 
untouchable in yeah, terms a million of bucks back then. Yeah, but now what are they? Oh, now they're oh, it's absurd. Yeah, it's it's, it's absurd. You can't even you, you can't even ask. get them. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> P.S. So hang on, hang on. You're gonna like this. Guess who bought a McLaren F1 back in the day? Elon Musk. Yeah, baby. Oh, that's right. He, he did. Sold, yep. He sold. He sold PayPal. And, and, and hang on. So we yep. wrote we wrote an article like back this is years ago, and it was literally about is Elon Musk. Benjamin Button, because if you look at <laughs> if you look at the video of him taking delivery of that F one back in the nineties, and you look at him today, he looks thirty years younger because look at the hair plugs and stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say no, the hair plug no, technology's no, he, gotten much better. He bought it right, right after he sold his first startup, right, which, was it, which was PayPal, I believe. It, it, it was it was credit X or something like that, but yeah, it turned into PayPal. If you watch the video of him taking delivery of that car, it's on my authority, by the way. He's like. He's with his girlfriend or at something yep. at the time, and he's just, you know, this is my. Uh, this he's, is my in a, he's in a he's in a gold blazer. <laughs> he's so funny looking, man. Oh my god, it's the fastest car in the world. Of course, that's that's what he would buy. So he was in Palo Alto. Of course, let's not give him too much credit. Let's not. So anyway, so this anyway. is why why this F one successor is so important is because of Gordon Murray and what he designed in the McLaren F one. So what? Tell me about the the new car okay. that he's designing. So the new car is called the T fifty. And basically, the first car that Murray ever designed was the T1 and IGM Ford Special. And they are scheduled to do delivery of the T50 in early 2022. By the way, let's just say that T50 doesn't have the same ring as F1 for name, okay? No, yeah, yeah I guess it's not. not the same. Well, it's um, a letter and a number. I wonder, was the F1 meant to have some sort of correlation to Formula One? I don't, mean, I don't think so because it went to, it went to Le Mans. Like yeah, it was, know, it's but, a different. I don't think so. Okay, I, forget, I, I don't know, but I don't think so. Uh, so anyway, first car is delivered uh, early in 2022. So what? That's about two years from now. Yeah. Uh, no wait, maybe three years from now. Right. Three years from now. Uh, they're only making a hundred. Jeez. And each one's going to cost over 2.5 million. Which, frankly, hang on. If you think about that, it's not that much money compared to like Bugatti. I was going to say, and, what would you guys rather have? Would you rather have this, this car or a Chiron? This. Yeah, hang on, Chiron, hang on. I got a lot of respect for the Chiron. Of course. So but pick pick a like a Lamborghini or so, like a like a Veneno. Veneno. I would pick this over Veneno. What the about that? The, Chiron, the, the, new Ast the Aston Martin crazy car. What is Valkyrie? that? The Valkyrie. The Valkyrie. That's along this level. Yeah. Okay. That's along this level, frankly. On, on different reasons. Um, so well, how long we haven't touched sells? about what's so cool about yes, this car. Yes, we what should, makes we it should so say unique. why this car is so epic. All right, let's so, do it. This car is hang on i want I, before we get to that let me explain why why what, what sums this up gordon murray basically said that this he expects this to be the last true driver's analog car ever made in this class it's like hypercar supercar class right because they're all going is, electric this will be it and it's gonna have a three point a cosworth that should ring a bell oh yeah cosworth a 3.9 liter v12 and oh. it's gonna hang on it's gonna rev to twelve thousand one hundred. Oh. That's a thousand revs higher than the Valkyrie from Aston Martin you were saying, or the AMG one. That's wow. awesome. So high. It's gonna have about six hundred fifty horsepower. The piston's the size of bottle caps, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna have six hundred fifty horsepower. A six-speed manual H pattern gated transmission. Good. And it's gonna weigh twenty one hundred sixty pounds. Because it's wow. all carbon. Because it's all carbon fiber. Right. It's, that's just. I think a, you're, you're missing the, the the best part. The best part is so it's gonna have legit. I mean, all this is race car tech, right? But for anyone that remembers the BT, the Brabham BT four six B four six B fan car that Nicky Lauda drove the victory in the in the seventy eight Swedish Grand Prix, it's gonna have that technology. So it's gonna have basically behind the engine is gonna be a literal fan, and it's gonna basically suck air from below the car to suck the car to the road for downforce. So the car will not leave the road. The car, <laughs> and, and, and it's interesting because he said, which downforce doesn't isn't good for this, it's not meant to set track times. 
Right. It's not, okay. He's not out to set lap records, which that makes sense, right? Um, and, and because you wouldn't have a manual transmission if you were out to set lap records. Oh, right. right. Frank, so um, is this fan driven off of a like some sort of intermediate shaft off the motor like the Porsche stuff is? Where the fan sits on top and is driven no, because that's a cooling. No, fan. this is behind the motor. So the Brabham's, I How can tell you, wrong? was an this? old two-cycle snowmobile engine, basically. Okay. So they would start so, that up and be really smoky, and, it, <laughs> and then they'd start up the engine. And you're like, oh, okay. If you go to Martin Thorey, there's the, he actually released a sketch of the car. I'm sure it's an electric auxiliary. And, and so what basically you can see, and, 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 and we're looking at it right, or yeah, I can at see least. it. There's a snorkel up top, right, and that feeds the engine, I the V12, yep. and then behind, and, and the V12 sits in front of the rear axle behind the passenger. Department. Yep. And then right on top of the rear half of the rear axle oh, sits it. the fan. You can see the arrows drawing down the air. And yep. then the air is being blown out the back. You can see the airflow out the back with those arrows. Yeah, this is. This car is supposed to be smaller than a 911. Hmm. Well, smaller 911s than a, are smaller than now. a brand new 911. Yeah. Because those things are monstrous. Yeah, They're but hang huge. on. Look at the sketch. This looks like a, 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 a this, this doesn't look like a small car, right? Like you've got the no. fan, eh. the V12. So is this so, all we have right now is the sketch? This is all we got. We have, it's going to be a three, three seater center seat driving position. And it's going to be able to hold luggage. Off. Okay. So you can. So, but the problem with all of the things I just told you mm -hmm. is the end part. The three seat configuration is cool. But because of that, just like the speed tail, this will not meet your U.S. crash. So to bring this in, someone <laughs> come hey, on, man. So to do this, thanks, Obama. Someone like uh, <laughs> Obama doesn't look so bad anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, we should not go there. Uh, the um, to, to to do that, uh, they you they would to have to crash test. No, you have to do the show and shine. So oh, basically, right. so so like people like Leno or someone will get this car. Leno mm -hmm. has an F1. Leno will get this car, and uh, he's very familiar with how to do this. And you basically have to apply to do a show and sign license. But here's the thing about that: we can you drive it? With yes, that you can. Okay. Yeah. So within there's limits uh, on mileage, but come on, people in this kind of car. Let yeah, me, but here's the here's the interesting thing about this, and I researched this, and we had an exclusive for the speed tail because the speed tail is the same way because the camera side mirrors in the center seat mm. position. The first person that does it does the legwork. So let's just say Leno is the first person to do this and then does it, right? Anyone else that gets one of these or the speed tail or anything else, they get to fall under that class and all sure. they do is fill out a piece of paper. Okay. So once one is let in, the gates are open. It doesn't or matter anymore. 99 more. <laughs> yeah, 99. Well, worldwide. Well, so I'm let's sure let's just assume that 70 of them are going to be in Dubai. So Yeah, I mean, I, I, bet you, I bet you maybe 10 or 20 are coming. So here. I look forward to seeing that. I look, I, Super I, I'm cool. excited to see what that. it actually looks like. So wait, you said it's not meant to set lap records because manual transmission. It's meant to be the last truly great analog car. Is the fan technology kind of weird then, if that's the goal? That no. seems superfluous. I think he's talking about, so this engine is just a naturally aspirated V12. V12. Yeah. That's right. it. So it's not a hybrid. It doesn't have electric motors. It's right. got a manual, it's a manual transmission. transmission. It's pattern. Come on. So it's, it's the last pure driving exercise. That, that. Which right. is ironically what Aki Manscheidt, the guy that designs the the Veyron and the Chiron told sure. me that the Veyron was, and the Chiron were going to be the last go of that. So yeah. we'll see if this is kind of... That didn't of, have a manual transmission. Yeah, it's no, that was a, so I have a whole different level of respect. We can do a whole different episode on that. Like The engineering cars, in that car is amazing. The engineering in that car... I mean, I was talking to to, to Jim Glickenhaus and, and Hennessy and, and the respect that these guys have for what they did. I mean, that car weighs a billion pounds. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And, and, and in all reality, shit grenade itself. And, and the stability and the speed. I mean, I've never driven one, but I have friends that have. And the stability, the speed that thing has, the force at which it goes. Right. It's incredible. Yeah, I'm, anyway. I'm sure it is. All right, so we look forward to seeing. Oh, you know what I'm looking forward to seeing? Is the first guy 
to have a shill seller for his ticket to buy one. Because every single one of these cars, all the Porsches have some guy that's going to sell the car or the, the Aston Martin Valkyrie thing. Somebody's selling their ticket or their spot to buy one. And that'll be... Oh, you know, just how much it's worth for that spot, you mean? To, to get out to there's have a, the... Uh, there's a 935 for sale. A spot. Yes. It's, yeah. in my, it's in my queue right now that we might write about it. The new 935. Right. New how many slot. of those are they making? We wrote about it. That was I like three no months ago, man. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure. But there, so that's what everybody's trying to stop from happening is there's people auctioning off these Good. spots through a shill Because they want to sell the car and have the car go to the owner. Right. It's dumb. It's dumb. And of course, nobody knows who it's do, who's gotta doing it because they've baby. got a, a shill seller or whatever. Okay, so I saw this come out and it seems kind of demolition man-esque. <laughs> um, external airbags are now a thing. And I looked at the picture of this and it, it literally looks like my kid's swimming pool... <laughs> Coming out of the side it's of this car. It's funny that you thought Demolition Man, because my head went to iRobot with the cars when they crashed and it just basically became a puff puffball, you know? Yeah, yeah, that that's too. where yeah. my head went. Yeah. Uh, like, I feel sure. like that's where we're going in the future. But yes, Demolition Man works too. I love that movie. Well, that was the inside of the car. Yeah, where the fills foam up with on the foam. inside. I'm just thinking of these weird things. Tell us what, what's going on here. What's the so, point of this? So, who's, who's engineering this? So, ZF, the maker of one of our favorite automatic transmissions, the, the eight speed ZF, uh, is great. Uh, they've developed. They ZF does more in transmissions. They do. It's a, lot a German things. auto supplier. It's a German auto supplier, like right. Continental, and, and so they supply and develop safety tech as well. And they developed an external airbag. And we actually first reported on this back in December, uh, saying that it might be on your next new car. And now they've made it official that like it's a thing that they they've. Who's going to be? Who's the first company that's going to be doing this? Do we know? Volvo. No, no one. No, no one signed up. No one signed up. Just stupid. What if you don't actually get in the accident? Like the guy almost hits you, and then you've got this airbag sticking in your car that's like, and then it's just kind of dragging along as you finish driving to the grocery store. Yeah, I, I still don't see the point of an external airbag. Well, what's so it, it again? It can be much bigger. It, so it, it reduced the external airbag is shown by ZF's crash test to reduce injury severity by forty percent in the case of side impact crashes. Okay, which because you don't have which much sense. protection on the side. So you basically have a you have you have a bar to the door, right? Sure. And then you have the side curtain airbags, right? Uh, the side airbags in the bolsters and everything, right? Okay. And then some automakers, uh, Volvo, for instance, they have collapsible steering columns and uh, collapsible um, seat brackets. So the seat will sh the seat will shift away from the door. Sure. And the steering wheel will collapse in to move you away from the accident. But I mean, no, we, I mean, this is, which is more, your, your face is telling me you don't know any of this stuff. This is, which is, I, I didn't either until I learned this in Sweden actually four months ago. Um, <laughs> well, the collapsible stuff's pretty cool. Right. Um, which it, it, it goes in this whole other thing where Tesla is oh. very proud of their crash tests. And one of the things I learned is they're very proud of their side impact because there's so little uh, intrusion into the car. Right. But what I learned was in physics and science, this makes sense. Um, that's dumb. <laughs> and here's why. Because the, what you've done is you've slammed and stopped that force. And right. now who's going to take it that? It just gets transferred to the person. Exactly. Well, it's so the, what like you want to do is you want, zones. Right. So you want it to crumple in a little and then you move the passenger away so the car is absorbing the force. Instead, right. you've stopped that thing like a brick wall. Good transferred job. all and that you've force. transferred it to the person. Right. So here's the here's the thing. is these It looks like a life raft coming out of the side of the car. It does look like a life raft coming out of the side of the car. Yeah, but you're I, not going to see it unless it pops out. But it, yeah, I mean, you don't see it's your It's going to be just the regular like rocker. Porsche and your BMW. Your, I just, your, we'll see. I mean, we'll see who actually ends up. I don't know that it's going to come. So basically, they've announced that they've created it, right? I mean, mm -hmm. look, we're all going to be in self-driving pods someday, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, so I'm going to skip this next one because I don't care about China. Basically... The, China's going electric. There we go. 
Yeah, China is. Yeah. They've got entire they, towns focused entirely they're on making investing electric a cars. lot, and which is they're, we're dude, we're so far behind. They're on, claiming on they're going to be cars the to largest manufacturer. Well, they're going to with the largest market already for electric cars, and they will be because they're going all electric. They well, they're also the worst smog problem in the world. Right. So they so need to. They've got. They're investing as a country thirty billion dollars. Yep. Which is, I mean, come on. They're going to be way ahead of everybody else. The problem They're is already this, way ahead of everyone else. Yeah. Anyway, so I want to go right to the monthly Elon Musk <laughs> stupid statement. Do we have the song? Of the, I don't have the song. <laughs> oh, I got lost in the move. Rest in peace, Harambe. There you go. That's part of his first album. Yeah. He's, that was good. Preview. Yeah, no problem. Um, so basically, uh, Tesla... Uh, Hang saying, on, we knew an F one. We knew a Tesla pickup truck was coming. Just so we're clear. We what's knew that? that. We knew a Tesla pickup truck was coming. Yeah, we all we already we know this. That. We're just I've waiting. Covered. Yeah, mm-hmm. was, I haven't seen much. So it's based off the Model I, we, Three chassis, right? No, uh, no. Uh, we have a teaser of it on MA, of course. Yeah. Um, and uh, we don't know what it's based on. The t- first teaser he gave us was actually based on the semi truck. Right. And that teaser had an F one fifty in the bed of it. <laughs> It was kind of funny. Okay. It really was. The Every, second teaser, which is all propaganda. Twitter, of course, it's funny. Yeah. So the second teaser was basically, it's debatable what it looks like. Some people thought it looked like the hood line and it's an LED looking around it. I think it looks like the bed and it's the bed cover. Right? So it's basically a, a very uh, a, an abstract image that they oh, gave you. So this is He's the image. showing us right now. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's enough. It's it's <laughs> stupid. It looks like an alarm okay, clock with a glowing too. LED so, thing. So so basically, here's the thing. Here's what we do know about it. It's going to be wildly designed because Musk thinks that he wants to. It's going to be very like, it's going to be a Tesla Cyberpunk truck is what he says, and it's going to be <laughs> it's basically going to be like Tron. Okay. It, it, it's really it, because I mean, he keeps saying he wants something out of Blade Runner. Like it's going to look like it's going to come out of Blade Runner. Okay. That's what he keeps well, saying. Well, let's go, let me just just give you his latest statement and then you guys can let me know what you think. Elon Musk says it's going to, Oh my god. <laughs> Why is it so big? So that's based on the semi. That's the original teaser with the F150 in the bed. That thing looks not out of Blade Runner. It looks out of RoboCop, which, which is not good because <laughs> all those were, were terrible redone Ford Tauruses. <laughs> all right, so he says it's going to be a truck that is more capable than other trucks, said Musk during the interview. Sure, Elon. which was on some podcast. The goal not is to be, not this one. <laughs> the goal is to be a better truck than an F one fifty in terms of truck like functionality, which is great for a truck, by the way, <laughs> to have truck like functionality, and be a better sports car than a Porsche nine eleven. That's the aspiration. Okay, so hang on, let's break that down. Okay, so mm-hmm. black and white. The F-150 is the best-selling vehicle. I didn't say truck. I didn't say car. I said vehicle in America. Right. And right. this isn't by, like, a small margin. <laughs> this is by, like, a big margin. So he's going to have a better truck. It's going to be... And the best-selling vehicle. It's going to be better than the truck that does all the truck-like things, but this thing's actually going to do truck-like <laughs> things. And then it's also going to be better than a 911. So my gut tells me on the 911 statement, he's basing that on performance. Zero to 60 and, times. And, and, and it will be. It will when be. You, you need to change. You can't just say performance. You just need to say acceleration. Because that, that is the... That doesn't make a good headline. <laughs> Wait, can we just note this isn't on Motor Authority because this wasn't news? The, it's, this is a joke is what right, this that's is. Why this I, is just, we, we didn't write this. Yeah, this is not... <laughs> so how is this going to possibly compete with... They think it's going to be better than everything else, but F1, the F-150, Ford's doing that. GM, Ford, Amazon, and I mean, Rivian thing. Yeah, the, theoretically, this is going to compete, you would think, against Rivian's R1T, which looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And then also, but Ford, Ford's committed they have an electric battery electric truck coming. 
They also have a plug-in hybrid. Of course Ford, they do. And, and and GM's committed the same thing. And meanwhile, Ram's like, well, we've got a 48-volt mild hybrid with our Hemi, baby. But, you know. That's cool. It's, it's pretty cool. All right. So uh, BMW is... Oh, we're moving of, on. Sorry. We're going to move on. BMW is out of control. Bye, Elon. Um, goodbye. Um, so this is uh, just, a, just a press release from... Um, from BMW, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so this is the M Competition X3 and X4M Competition. These are a bunch of parts that they're going to slam on this thing. I just want to read through this so you guys can just go, what is BMW doing? Because I continually <laughs> think BMW is a dumpster fire, basically. Their company, just from a performance guy standpoint. Just the direction of their M division. a lot of cars. Not to me. I also don't have $150,000. So. <laughs> but um, you have nice Benz. I do what? the opposite. An attractive range of M performance parts is now available for the models so as to lend even greater visual emphasis to their sporting potential. Oh, the components made of high quality carbon fiber are perfectly harmonized. Their design and shaping have been especially developed for the SAV and SAC. What's an SAV and an SAC? Sport. Well, this is because they said they never make an SUV. So this is a sports activity vehicle. <laughs> and a sports activity car? Is Where's the, the other one? SAC. We don't know what an SAC is. just make that one up? They might that one was, but the, so the, all their SUVs have always been salves because they said that they swore they wouldn't make a sport utility <laughs> When did they vehicle. say this? That's hilarious. Like I never heard that. five years before they made the X5. Uh-huh. Really? That's why it was called an, X, an SAV. Right. Sports activity vehicle. Yeah, it's they not are, an SUV. They, they also are, they never make front-wheel drive car, but here we are. I know. They are crafted elaborately by hand before being sealed with a clear finish and giving a high-gloss polish. Hang on. I'd like to know, because I read press releases all day, that... This isn't that different than the press release I'll get from Benz or like. I know, Audi. but this I just, is, I just want to be clear to listeners that don't see the, these. But this is the M division. I AMG this will is, put out the same kind of release. I just want to be clear. Whatever. Or Lexus. This or is a lot. This, so it's, we're it's, talking it's about worse. basically body kits that they're going to be Not selling. Not even body kits. In addition to enhancing the M specific appearance of the models, the body elements also meet functional requirements in terms of lightweight construction and aerodynamics. Components available are the carbon fiber radiator grill. Carbon okay. fiber air breathers and premium door sill finishers with carbon fiber inserts and colored and <laughs> performance overprint. So let me just finish this. Okay. Okay. The BMW X3M can also be enhanced with a roof edge spoiler in high gloss black. Ooh. The exclusive rear fins for the BM X4M. Did they really say BM? BMW <laughs> said BM in their press release? Really? Or is that just wow. a typo? It, well, I, mm, probably. Weirdos call their cars BMs. I know, but... The BMX program are also finished in high-gloss black. Finally, the M Performance Motor Racing lettering for front, rear, and side is recommended as a perfect supplement to the exterior parts, providing a striking accentuation in the characteristic M colors complete with M Performance inscription. It establishes a clear link with motor racing, while at the same time conveying a sense of exclusivity and individuality. Basically... Look at me. So, well, this is the and this pep go, this boys. Goes, this goes on and on yeah, it and does. on. You can and, see all and LED door projectors and sporty extra. So all it's, over literally, the, it's all over the interior, too. It's the pep boys accessory aisle from BMW. So you love this. No, I don't. This seems like this is right up your alley. Hey, man, I've seen that Plasti dip on your H3T. Oh, yeah, that needs to be painted. You're they the don't one that, make a black grill for that truck. They don't make that truck. Well, yeah, but they never offered it with a black grill. They offered like point. five of those trucks. What yeah, t- there wasn't me, many of them made. Let me ask you this. What defines truck? Depends who you ask. What I mean, is his truck a truck? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> You're supposed to Why say, are you upset about this? Because it's not a real truck because it can't it's, really do anything. Wait, it can do more than. Have you driven one of those things? It's I a freaking truck. 
You know, no, yeah, man. I was telling you on my way in here, what? when we were getting into the elevator, I turned back and look at your truck parked there. And I went, man, you know what I really like about your truck? It looks like something I played with when I was a kid. Yep. It looks like a Tonka truck. It does. With the tires and the grill and the yep. shape and the flat windshield, yeah. yep. it looks like a little toy that I would drive around. And that is the coolest thing about it. That I get. Well, the fact it that it can't, manual transmission. That's pretty it does, but yeah. it can't really tow anything. It What's the max have, rating on that thing? I don't know. Whatever I put behind it, I've towed a lot of it, actually. But if you look at the rating, a Touareg is much, much better. Like well, yeah, just a diesel Touareg. No, a gas Touareg is much, much better. Yes. Okay. Which is like, come on, well, man. Well, your tires are so freaking heavy. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> so true. heavy. It's amazing. Big tires. Anyways, tires. But I also wanted to contrast this article about BMW being out of control with, uh, with another Motor Authority article um, that the 2020 BMW M8 and M8 convertible arrive with over 600 horsepower. Now, this thing is one complicated car. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you look at the interior well, and what's everything. That's what's interesting about it, it's interesting you, you know this complicated because there's actually one thing that's a lot less complicated than the non-M version of this because they have the, the 850, right. right? The non-M version of these have four-wheel steering. The M versions that they just announced here that we, we, we have news on, they don't have four-wheel steering. Hmm. Why? I don't know. <laughs> that just seems like the all the Porsches have four wheel steering. Is it GT2 RS 911? I that I don't know, but I know the. Porsches. I don't think it does. Um. Anyway, it adds so weight. Oh yeah. What? It adds weight. It adds weight. It does add weight. That's true. It's a lot of extra weight. So I, what my question is, is are these the same people that designed this pretty cool uh, M8? The same people that are designing carbon fiber trim parts. For a BM X3M. I thought you were going to ask if it was the same design as the Mustang. Because, yeah, it looks like a massive Mustang. Kind that of. fastback roof, the proportions. Look, hang on. I want to state, one, it's really pretty. The front end does look I think like it's a Mustang. Two, Jesus. It's, it's a little over like a Mustang. And three, I've seen the 850 in person, not the M8 because it was just revealed, right? They're huge. Yeah. Huge cars. These are GTs. These are not sports cars. Think about the old... Eight series, also a large car. Yes, it was also big. This, this is this makes that thing look day. like a Miata, right? This was the E thirty one eight forty i or eight fifty, which was the V eight or the V twelve. Those things had you know three hundred to three hundred twenty five horsepower. There oh, wasn't yeah. even like a big reason to get the V twelve, other than I got a V twelve. You have a V twelve, right. and which I, that's a reason. I don't know if these cars are actually good or not. Those old eight series cars. I'm I'm assuming that they're they're not bad as cruisers, right? Sports cars. Same, basically the same reason that car existed is the same reason that this new m8 exists which is this was probably far more just, keep just on the, the track at this point of course but i'm talking in context of when the, the car market, came out right yeah for sure this is this is this is a very expensive gt it's one hundred forty thousand dollars. but you know what it looks good and it's gonna get you there fast it does it's gonna it, be comfortable it's not a bad looking car so good on bmw for designing something that doesn't suck which is Seemingly rare. Moving on to something that really doesn't suck. This thing sucks. I hate <laughs> this thing. So Lamborghini is developing an off-road Huracan. Right. Why? And do, is this going to be like a production model? Maybe. It says Maybe. they're exploring the so off-road. So Johnny Lieberman from Motor Trend de definitely drove it. Okay. I don't like understand this vehicle at all. They have the Urus. Why are they doing this? Why are they building this car? It's the Huracan Sterato concept. Right, Why? it's a lifted. It's a lift, it's flies lifted. in the face of everything Lamborghini is. How so? See, because you know, when you they think made of, the LM002. 
when you think of a Lamborghini, you think of flashy. You think of uh, how is uh, this not all the flashy? Things I don't this like. is not. This is ugly. This you think Beverly Hills. This is ugly. This Are you kidding LED me? Freaking daylight. These guys. This got LED like off road lights on it. That is ugly. It. This what? thing is absolutely hideous. <laughs> and the article's like, oh yeah, it's got dirt tires and stuff. I'm looking at those tires. Those things look like. Hang P- on, that's a Pirelli rendering. P-Zero. That's a rendering. That is not an actual photo. That is a rendering. <laughs> Fine. That's Whatever. not a real photo. That's not, and that's not us. They definitely they gave us. I don't understand why this car exists. Why wouldn't you just buy an Urus, which is probably going to be just as good? This thing's probably worse off road than an Urus is. Although I'm looking at. I'm these, sure it is. I just yawned because you made me tired for a second. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Jesus man, <laughs> it's 9:20 is my, my bedtime. Uh, these tires do look off road. These do tires look like sports tires. Mm-hmm. It's just a car. It doesn't make any sense. It's ugly with like the bolt-on fender Some flares and the yeah LED. It does. Light so here's my question: Is why are they designing this car? People have money. They want to separate them from. This. Is it kind of? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yes. Okay, Captain Obvious. Well, and that's but the what, same oh, thing. You asked. That's the same thing with the BMW Pet Boys division. Why do people want to give money for this car? Yeah. Let me put it that way. Why do people want to buy this car? Different. Yeah. Is it kind of like the Lee Keen Safari 911 effect that he started? Or I guess Tuthill performance probably started that. that, But but is is that kind of what's going on here? Some guy or it's not that Alex Choi kid. No. Remember that with his stupid exo framed Lamborghini, which he actually now put. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That thing sucks. We never covered that. He also did you see what he did? No. He posted a I video. Follow, I don't know who this person is. He, I know what you're talking about. Other people covered it, but we did not cover it. Massively wealthy, 19 year old kid that just Dubai. No, he's, he's from in, Los Angeles. Um, so he recently posted a video of him sitting in the back of his Tesla, going down the freeway, sitting in the back seat. Oh God! <laughs> I hope they take his license. I hope they do too. Yeah, they they should. I think they should. Chris, to answer your question though, it's if you can have. A regular Huracan, that's not flashy enough. That's not different enough. A regular Huracan is no longer that special. Exactly. Yeah, the Huracan Evo, they've got all these other special variants. This is not special anymore. You know what's crazy is how many cars are being designed. All these new supercars, hypercars. Dude, there's so many make models. Do you know how many AMGs there are? How many? <laughs> a lot. More than there are Porsche 911 variants? Yep. No shit? Yep. Because there's 20 to 30 Because now they Porsche. have the AMG 35, the 43, the 53, the 63 S, the 63C. There's a bunch. Yeah. It's, well, you'd have to keep going to be more than 20 because Porsche has like 23 or 24. Well, it's because hang like, on. Everything I just listed is for every model variant. Okay. Good mm, God. <laughs> I see what you mean now. Hang on. And not just model variant. ESC, Coupe, Cabriolet, Coupe, Cabriolet and Sedan. Right. So every model, every variant, every body style. <sighs> okay. Well... Whatever. I don't, I don't really understand why they are designing this car. We'll just, we'll, just, we'll just leave it at that. All right. So we're going to go to uh, Uber. If you are trying to get away after committing crime, um, I think Uber is probably going to be not a good way or a good way. What do you think? <laughs> Was Uber ever going to be a good way? Gunman hails Uber to use as getaway vehicle after shooting up Indiana trailer park. Well, I mean, the headline kind of says it all. It does. Police, huh. police in the town of Portage, Indiana, have arrested an armed Indiana. man. Could have been Florida. An armed man accused of firing shots into mobile homes before attempting to flee via a hired Uber rideshare. According to a post on the Portage Police Department's Facebook page, 20-year-old Issa Amer Ishtawi forced entry to a mobile home in an early afternoon Tuesday, June 4th. 
This building was occupied by 44-year-old James Burton and 72-year-old Jackie Bernhardt. Oh, what? That's quite the age difference there. Mm-hmm. Who, are, who are being visited by 32-year-old are John Tyler. So we've got John Tyler, James Burton, here. and Jackie Bernhardt, all with a breadth of 40 years between them, which makes for it. A- and then for some reason, the 20-year-old Issa Amur Shtawi shows up. Yeah. Well, I'm just wondering what those other three are doing. They don't have the same last names at all. I wonder if it's... Anyway, so Ishtawi <laughs> fired at least one shot and took Burton outside with him before firing three additional shots into the side of the mobile home. One struck Tyler in the foot and another passed through it and into a neighboring home before coming to a stop in a third mobile home. You know what you learn in gun safety? Know what your target is and what is beyond it. Right. To be honest, I've never taken gun safety and I feel like I knew that. Yeah, it's pretty common. <laughs> I would think What do I want to shoot? Point. Pull trigger. Well, you can't shoot at a mobile home. It's going to, obviously, it's going to go through. Go right through it like paper. Ishtawi. I mean, they might have known that. Yeah, this is a big big rouge by Ishtawi to actually kill the person in the third mobile home, is what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) No, I was thinking the first mobile home. Ishtawi then allegedly fled eastward, and at 12.55 p.m., police received a call reporting the incident. Medical responders treated Tyler while officers established a large perimeter, along the edge of which Officer Trent Howard spotted an Uber occupied by a man fitting the suspect's description. Officer Howard stopped the vehicle, driven by one Steve Conger, who was transporting Ishtawi as his passenger. (laughs) Authorities pulled Ishtawi from the vehicle and searched his backpack, where they claimed to have found a large bag of marijuana. Failing to find the weapon, the police searched the vehicle and uncovered a loaded 40 caliber Glock stashed beneath the the passenger seat. Police say they will conduct tests on the weapon to verify blah, blah, blah. He's booked into jail on six charges. So book an Uber. Worst Uber driver review ever. Could you imagine? (laughs) (laughs) One star did not get, I was unable to get away. (laughs) This guy sucks. Right? (laughs) Drive, man, drive. (laughs) And then they just didn't. He wouldn't go over the speed limit. (laughs) I told him I was in a hurry and late. What's it going to be like when they have all these speed limiters on cars and you're trying to get away from the cops and your car is stuck at 35 miles an hour? (laughs) Come on, come on, come on. Why are you trying to get away from the cops, Chris? Because you just robbed a bank to pay (laughs) for it. Because you're trying to pay for the car that the government forced you to buy because you can't <laughs> use your combustion engine vehicle anymore. So you're robbing the bank to buy your new Tesla. It's, well, it's, they'll probably just be able to remotely deactivate the car as well. Honor, that's I'm true. Sorry, sorry. That's I stole point. the car and I robbed the bank. I could afford my electric <laughs> car that, that, that everyone says I had to have. As you're just trying. It, it's like that one. Have you seen that uh, that gif or that meme where the guy's like doing a burnout in his car and it's like the snow and it pans over to the right and the cop is doing <laughs> the same thing? He's like doing a burnout in the ice and they're, they're like not I've even moving. Seen that, but I that's that. basically what it's. Although I'm guessing the police are going to have this defeated in their car. Which is might be a reason to buy the old cop cars. cars. Cop cars. Mm. I'm sure this they'll reprogram the, them. This is the future. All right, man. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Or what What's going on before we head out? Uh, what's on your mind? I'm pulling up more. Oh, you don't want to go there. Um, <laughs> we're so we're running actually a long form series that we started. Uh, well, today is Thursday. When this is going to go live on Monday. So by that time, it just goes live. There have been a couple. Uh, we're running a long form series on the Jeep Wrangler over the course of the next month. Why yeah. is that? Yeah. So, uh, so we we started this long form series with the Ford Mustang. Uh, right. We ran and we we, st- we we wrote all these stories of the class. Uh, the, the, 
the start of last summer, basically the span of last summer over the course of two months, we traveled the U.S. and we did a lot of cool things with the Mustang. And, and it, it, it's, it's storytelling like, like you do. It's not, this is not reporting. These were stories. Right. And we ran them all in December, all in the course of two weeks. And they were super cool. And readers loved it because it's not normal news. It's not our normal reviews. It's, it's experiences. It's, it's stories. Yep. And, and, and a lot of it's history or things they didn't know and, and, and cool. And so it was such a hit. We decided we wanted to do it with other vehicles. And the Gladiator is just launching this year, and that's a Wrangler variant. The Wrangler was new last year. Um, the this Gladi- is the JL platform. Yeah, and, 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 and yeah, it's the new platform. And, and the Gladiator doesn't have the history of a Wrangler. What uh, do you think of the Gladiator? So I, my coworker went to the lunch. I've driven one for 20 minutes okay. on the street. So, you know, um, it's, it's, it's a Wrangler. So hang on. If you like the Wrangler, you're going to like Gladiator. If you hate the Wrangler... You're not going to like a Gladiator. The proportions um, look off to me. So, no, it looks cool. Uh, you're wrong. Uh, but but here's the thing. It rides better. And here's why. Longer wheelbase. It's wheel a longer wheelbase. Yeah. The rear end is actually a, a hodgepodge. It's got um, a trailing arm. It's got the rear coils out of a Ram 1500. And then it's got the rest of the, JK, the JL. So it's a hodgepodge sure. rear end of stuff from their partsmen. And it's a longer wheelbase. So it actually rides better. The Rubicon is the off-road version, right? Just like right. a regular Wrangler, and it it, it doesn't it, it, it's slow and and on why off-road can't, great. Why can't they make the Jeeps where you get in and things feel nice? <laughs> What's the problem? Because it's a cool truck. Are the or, jails that, better? Well, because a lot of the, it, hang on, the jails are really nice. Relative, it's a really nice Wrangler, right? But but all of these are still like the windshield still falls down, man. The top still comes off, the doors come off, and so you it, it, you so it has the to be knobs stuck. in the interior. But you gotta <laughs> make when the knob. Have you been in a new jail? Probably not. No, but, I was at the dealer, like just dinking around looking. I get in, I'm like turning knobs and switches and stuff. They all feel like crap. A new new one? It was pretty new. I was like a 2018. It was a red Jeep. That's all I know. Oh, because so the 2019 was the new one. Okay. Because the 2018 goes back to like 2008. Yeah, All right, JK. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that's what the problem well, was, is that it was just waiting to be updated. Right. right. Well, mm-hmm. they're old. But, but you have to remember with this that, like, you're not buying a luxury car. You're buying something that you can go on the trail and then you can wipe out. Like, you can right. take a wet rag and you're going to wipe off that dashboard. The windshield goes down. The doors come off. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's going to be hard plastic. Chris, it's a Jeep thing. You wouldn't understand. Oh, God, do I hate that. <laughs> P.S. I own a Jeep again. Yes, you do. Do you, I do. do you understand when you see those things on people's tires? It's a Jeep thing. You wouldn't understand. Do you understand? This is my third Jeep. And this is like our fifth Jeep in our family. Answer the question. Do you understand? I I do. (laughs) I do too. (laughs) What is it? I don't understand. Someone tell me the secret. What am I supposed to be getting that I don't understand? It's a Jeep thing. Yeah, but but, but so that's a Jeep thing, right? There's a Porsche 911 thing. There is. Yeah, but nobody has a sticker on the car that says it's a Porsche well, thing. I would never put it's the a Porsche sticker. thing. I would never put the you sticker. Know what, you know what people would think of me if on my 911 I had a thing that said, it's a Porsche thing. You wouldn't understand. They'd run me off the road. <laughs> yeah. That son in of their a, Jeep. In their Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, Joel, thanks for coming in. I really thanks appreciate that. Uh, hopefully we can have you. You're welcome anytime we can do this as much as you want otherwise we'll stick to once a month and uh guys make sure you head over check out motor authority great news source um it's where i get a lot of the news that you know over the last year year and a half that we've been doing the podcast i get a lot of news there um yeah I mean, we'll s- once we once we became friends there was a minute there there was a minute there, there. was a minute there we just yeah. didn't tell you we were who getting the, all the news who, who from the you anyways who's the hell is this guy all right take care guys we'll see you on friday